this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you coming back and joining me for episode three in our Tiny Living series. This is a four-part series where each week I speak with someone who's chosen an unconventional and tiny space to call home. Last week we were in Philadelphia where I got a chance to talk with Eric about what it was like for him and his wife to live in an RV and why they decided to downsize into a space that was much smaller than where they were living before. Today we are traveling out west to Phoenix, Arizona to revisit my conversation with Gilbert and Cassandra, the owners of the Nest Tiny Home. We're going to be talking about what it was like to build and then rent out their own custom tiny house. But before we do that, I want to say thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of the Tiny Living series. You know, if you're looking for ways to make some extra money and you have an extra room or maybe a vacation home that you're not really getting a lot of use of right now, why not join the over 2 million people who are currently earning money by hosting on Airbnb? By hosting, you can earn extra money to boost your retirement savings, your emergency fund, or to put something aside for a little vacation this summer. The great thing is it's up to you. It's your home, your rules. You can host whenever you feel like it. And Airbnb offers a host guarantee that helps protect your property in the unlikely event that something goes wrong. So if you're interested and you want to learn more, head on over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb to start hosting and you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. So again, thanks to Airbnb for being a part of this series and head over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb to learn more. All right, so I hope you're ready to travel with me over to Phoenix, Arizona for my conversation with Gilbert and Cassandra. This is my first time ever being inside of a tiny home. I've been like a long-term or a long-time like stalker of <laughs> tiny homes from a distance online. Did an episode on tiny living. And I just like, when I saw your home featured uh, on, uh, it's a Dream Big Live Tiny account that Alan runs, I was like, this is close enough. Like maybe one day I'll actually have a chance to come down here. And we just decided, hey, why not make it a little short trip and, and come check it out? And I'm really happy we did because this is, this is amazing, amazing place here. Oh, nice. Cool. So, well, thank yeah. you for staying with us. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, for one, how long have you had the tiny home here? Well, we started renting it at the end of January, um, but it was finished construction um, in December of 2017. Yeah. And what made you even decide to build the tiny home? Well, we originally were hosting out of our house uh, for a while, just a spare bedroom that we had. And then we had a, our first child, our girl, and we had to use that as a nursery. And from at that point, we really just like hosting people and then the extra income that we made from it. So we decided to do something a little unique and different. So we thought of a tiny house as like another Airbnb uh, project for us. It was the only thing that we could fit in our backyard also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great thing to do because it makes it unique. It stands out for sure. You know, when you think of a place to stay, when you want to, you know, go on a short trip, you know, seeing someone's room versus seeing this like beautiful tiny home that you have here, it's, it makes a huge difference. It, it caught my eye for sure when I saw it. Yes. Yeah. And as hosts, we really hope to give our guests a whole experience and not just a place to crash. No, it, it definitely yeah. feels like it. And, you know, we, we noticed that it's like all the labels and everything's really laid out. It makes it really <laughs> easy to figure out what's going on because staying in a tiny home for the first time, it's... You know, it's, you don't know where stuff is. You don't know what to do, really. So mm -hmm. that helps for sure. <laughs> yes. Lots of space saving hacks that you kind of have to know about. <laughs> so were you fans of tiny homes before or was this like you just saw the opportunity to, to fit a tiny home in your backyard? 
Um, well, I would say we were somewhat a tiny home fans. We really like the minimalist and small house, you know, uh, type of movement. And, uh, originally we were even thinking about like a container home, uh, as a possibility. So not necessarily a tiny house, but we're looking at other small units that we can put back here as like an option. But yeah, we, once we found somebody who had built a small studio, we reached out to them and they ended up having the idea of building a tiny house. And so we partnered with them and it just kind of rolled from there and, and snowballed and we ended up contracting with the contractor to build it. Yeah, and previously, our first year of marriage, we lived in a studio apartment in San Francisco. So we got really good at using every square inch, um, height included. We're both pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and- I noticed that when I met both of you, I was like, yeah, you guys <laughs> yeah. are pretty tall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we had to pick something where we could go up. And yeah. even our main house now with our two girls is um, considerably smaller than the average American home for a family of four. So it may not be technically a tiny house where we actually live, but we have to be very smart with how we use our space as well for all four of us. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I can definitely understand. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we're in a one-bedroom apartment, and even for us, we're like bumping into each other constantly. So yeah. <laughs> we, we know the struggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so how's the experience been of renting out this space on, on Airbnb? Like, you know, what are, the, what are some of the things you've noticed, some of the issues you run into? How's, how's it going? It's been really smooth so far. The type of guests that we get on Airbnb are generally pretty adventurous people anyway. And most people who stay with us are particularly interested in tiny living. They even have just watched the shows and admired it or maybe want to try it out themselves and also appreciate the the urban feel of Phoenix. So a lot of people stay for just a couple nights on their way to or from exploring all that Arizona has to offer, the Grand Canyon or Sedona, but really want a unique experience in, right in the middle of Phoenix also. It is unique, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've met some really great people too. It's been really cool to get to know people and really create a memory for them too. You know, just meeting different people from all different types of places, it's kind of the same experience that we were looking for when we were doing Airbnb the first time is just meeting cool people and just getting to know who they are and where they're from and yeah it's just mm-hmm. sharing kind of a piece of their life and and understanding what they're doing and what they're about so it's fun and like you <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're a perfect example of that so yeah and yeah, it's, it's been really fun. cool to see how people have really latched onto this almost minimalism movement and i wouldn't call myself a total minimalist i promise i do have clutter but uh, the idea that we're being much more specific about what we do choose to have in our homes, things that we really love or that really function the way that we need to, I think is a really cool way for our guests to really experience in a well-designed space. So I hope that people go home inspired how they could not necessarily sell everything they have and build a tiny house, but edit areas of their life where they could take home lessons learned from staying here. Yeah, exactly. Because it's one of those things that no, it's okay. No, worry about it. There's a baby crawling around in here. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Just, just to, to add that in there, that your two daughters are here as well. They're joining yeah. us. Yes. <laughs> Ages three and one. They keep us on our toes as well. Yep. But no, I think I think it's great because it gives people a taste of minimalism and uh, tiny living. And you can, like you said, you can take pieces from it. Maybe there's something that you can implement at home or, you know, you just... It's much different being here than seeing it online. Exactly. Because it's yes. much bigger than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like even walking up, I was like, that looks pretty small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and once well, you walk in, it's way, way different. Yeah. yeah. We were lucky enough to get some good architects who knew what they were doing and they already had a layout planned. And 
So this was kind of unique build where you have this whole side just free and clear with the windows and then, you know, this type of L kitchen that we have here. Because we really wanted to create some space because the other ones that we did look at, they were a little short, a um, little narrow because of their galley style kitchens. So we wanted to do something a little more open and spacious. No, it, it, you definitely feel it. And it's like you have this beautiful backyard too that you can see. So it makes it, we were just saying, it feels like that's part of the home because of how open it is. It feels like all of this, is, you know, okay, I'm, I'm pointing like people can see what I'm pointing at. <laughs> <laughs> but the way it's laid out, one whole wall is almost completely windowed. Right. right. And so you can see the backyard and it makes it feel like the backyard is part of the home. And you can just easily walk back and forth. So it, it opens it up a lot. Exactly. And we have a big tree here too, which is part of why it's called the nest. <laughs> and it's cozy, you know, like a little bird. Uh, and that's all you need and but we hope you feel refreshed also after staying here and experiencing less house but more home yeah right <laughs> yeah i wanted to ask you just one final tip for for the people listening because uh, i talk a lot about side hustles and making extra income and things like that so are there any tips you have for people who are interested in doing airbnb it doesn't have to be maybe you know they're gonna build their own tiny home but you know your experience renting out a room and then now your experience having your own separate place you're renting yeah, well, it was a bit of an investment upfront, obviously. The time that it takes is actually is fairly minimal compared to the return that you get, not only financially, but relationally as well. What else would you add to that? Yeah, I would say try to create something a little more unique and special. And it does take a little more thought and preparation. But, you know, Cassie's really good with hosting and then going above and beyond. So anything that you can add to the stay is definitely a plus because you, sometimes you stay at places that are kind of, okay, I just need a room and a place to stay. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> but if you make it special and, you know, you kind of make the person feel welcome and thought of, then that's a, definitely a plus. Yeah. And I would just add to that Airbnb or other rental, short-term rentals like this are more of a hospitality industry rather than real estate. So you have to be somebody that really does have a heart for that to some extent uh, rather than... Um, you know, buying a rental property. Like the experience of it all is, is much yes. different than like, you know, you can just go out and buy homes and maybe flip it. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's a big investment and big time investment, but you kind of just you buy this home and you kind of just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas here you're, you're getting like an experience out of it. You're not only are you making a side income from it, mm -hmm. but you also get to, you know, meet people. You have the experience of really is having your own hotel almost. <laughs> Basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we do just as much laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. I want to let everyone know, you know, or have you let everyone know sure. where they can find more information about the tiny home, where they can find out how to book a night and stay? Because mm -hmm. I, I would recommend it. I, I've, we've only been here like a couple of hours and it's been great so far. <laughs> oh, right. oh, that's our daughter banging on the window. <laughs> uh, um, you can certainly find us on Airbnb, the Nest Tiny House, um, but you can also find our website at www.thenestphx.com. And also please check out our Instagram. So at the Nest PHX. I love to feature updates, the art changes, the, we make updates to the backyard, and our Airbnb listing can only show so much of the experience. So you'll just have to come and try it out yourself too. Yeah, you have to. It, the, the pictures are beautiful, but it doesn't do it justice until you actually show up here and experience it. So exactly. I would yeah. say make, make a stop to Phoenix, you know, especially from the West Coast. It's really easy to get over here. It's not that far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nine months out of the year, indoor-outdoor living is beautiful here. 
Yeah. <laughs> Although it is pretty cool in here in the summertime, though. That is true. You we have a great cool AC. It down. Yes. It's better. It's better insulated than our own house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because you have no idea that it's 100 degrees outside yeah. right now. It, right. Feels, it feels nice, and I'm actually cold, so it's good. <laughs> I'll let you two get back to what you do. I appreciate you taking some time. No, you just got off of, of work, yes. and you have your yeah. kids that I'm sure want your attention. So, no, thank you. I appreciate the time. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having so much us. for having us. Enjoy your stay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of our tiny living series. If you're looking for a way to earn some extra money to either boost your savings or pay down some debt, then consider hosting on Airbnb. You can host when you want, how you want, one bedroom, or your entire place. It's all up to you. And if you head on over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb and start hosting, you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. So make sure you head on over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb to learn more. Thanks for traveling with me over to Phoenix, Arizona for my conversation with Gilbert and Cassandra. And I seriously think that I could live full time in their tiny home. This was the very first tiny home that I'd ever physically stepped foot into. I'd only been stalking them from a distance. But once I actually walked in the door, I love the space. I love the feel. I just love the creativity and the layout of these tiny homes. And I was hooked. And if Gilbert and Cassandra would have let me take that tiny home back with me to California, I definitely <laughs> would have done it. So, uh, unfortunately, they, they wanted to keep it. It's working out too well for them. They didn't want to give it to me. But uh, it definitely has, I guess, increased my passion and interest in tiny homes. And I can't wait till I get a chance to stay another one and if you want to check out pictures of my time in the nest tiny home i even have a video as well that i took like a little video tour head on over to popcornfinance.com slash tiny living and have all the pictures posted up there along with a link to the nest tiny home itself on airbnb if you want to check it out and book a night for yourself so if you're in the phoenix area and you're, you're looking for a place to stay i can definitely recommend uh, the beautiful nest tiny home and so I guess now I can announce the special guest for next week because we'll be traveling over to the Atlantic Ocean. We're leaving land. We're heading to the sea. We're heading over to the Atlantic Ocean, specifically the east coast of Florida in Fort Lauderdale, to speak with Michelle Schroeder Gardner from Making Sense of Sense about what it's like living on a boat. So definitely make sure you're subscribed if you're not already. That way you can catch that episode when it releases next Monday. And, you know, come over and join me on Instagram. I spent a lot of time there. We've been having some great conversations about tiny living over there. And also I've been sharing pictures of disappointing avocados that I've cut into over the past <laughs> week. So it'll make more sense if you come and join me over on Instagram. So make sure you come join me. Look for at Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram. Love to hear from you. But until we talk again, I want to say thanks for joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Shout out to AFQ Music for creating this instrumental. You can head over to YouTube and search for AFQ Music to see more of what they're putting out. Your boy keep it popping like Mary Poppins.